<laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's your boy Vic. It's your boy Adil here with you. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. It'll be on all of those, but not on TV. Is that is that the word? That is definitely the word. People is burning this bitch down. And I'm here for it. I'm here for every second of it. Eating popcorn and watching this bitch burn. So I might get some marshmallows. Do you think um, it was an altruistic move by those Reddit users trying to pump up the price of uh, GameStop to basically, you know, make hedge funds lose money, basically? I mean, do you think it was all altruistic or do you think some of these Reddit users were like, yeah, let me get some money off of this too? Oh no, it's definitely uh, a two-way street because uh, just from like reading some of the comments um, and like listening to some of the people, there were, they, this, um, this wasn't, I don't wanna say it was a planned attack or something that was naturally planned, but it was definitely something that was organic where they were like, yo, I'm gonna try to make me a couple of dollars here, but I'm also gonna try to fuck these people over. Because uh, they've, they rewind, I saw some pictures from back in 08 when the first financial crisis happened and people was occupying Wall Street. Yeah. You know, they were protesting this, that, and third, and they actually showed pictures of people on Wall Street just sipping champagne on the terrace and, and all this other stuff, <laughs> laughing at them like, yo, we don't care if you protest, bro. We don't care. And now there's like I think this. hedge funds are different from Wall Street. You know what I mean? Like they're different from the banks. Which, yeah, you're right. But it's, they're still playing the same playground. They're still in the same, you know, they're still in the same circles, still in the same neighborhoods. Uh, what about all hardworking people that have made the money to be investors in that hedge fund that the hedge fund actually represents. What about those people? Do we care that those uh, people have lost money? Do we, I mean, do we take that into account or do we not care because of the 1% and they, they have the requirements to actually be a uh, beneficiary or an investor in the hedge fund? I personally, I said, fuck them. The billionaires, fuck them. I don't give a two shits about them, yo. Because working in corporate, they're uh, working in manufacturing. The thing for them was always, how can we save money? How can we save money? And how can we save money? They don't care if your family is this, that, and the third. They will go. They will cut your benefits. They will cut your hours. They will cut anything, everything, so they can get an extra dollar in their pocket. Even if you're a, um, a well, even if you're you know hard work or whatever, and your kid has some type of issue, they don't care as long as at the end of the day they come out with an extra dollar. So now all these people uh, that 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 invested and try to short out GameStop, fuck them. I don't care. So the bottom line, right? It's all about the bottom line, and then oh, the that, that is it. Oh, fuck them. Let them let them cry. Yo, and the. Oh man, there was this guy, I don't know his name, but he's a hedge fund manager or whatever his position Cohen? is. Are you talking about the Mets owner, Stephen Cohen, who got No, him? no, not him, not him, not him. Yeah. I don't know too much about him, but I've seen this guy like twice um, on TV at two separate occasions. Once when they were, when, you know, they were saying like, oh, 
raise taxes on the rich or whatever, this man was crying. Like, he was literally crying on TV because <laughs> he didn't want to pay more taxes. The guy's a billionaire, and he didn't want to pay more taxes. And then the second time you know was what? earlier. Hey, if, I, if you mind me cutting you off, doesn't no one wants to pay taxes. Whether you're a billionaire or you're a thousandaire or you're, you know, someone who, you know, was barely scraping by, you don't want to pay taxes. No one wants to pay more taxes. I don't have a problem paying taxes if it's going to things that actually benefit the people. Well, I think that's where a lot of people... A lot of taxes don't. A lot of taxes go to military spending. And if you look at all the homeless veterans that we have, all the veterans yeah, that aren't right. taken care of and their families, uh, it doesn't go there. It doesn't go to social programs. Obviously, it doesn't go to impoverished neighborhoods because uh, then, you know, then we wouldn't have um, all these inner cities with bad education systems and no uh, preschool and, uh, and things like that. So where does your tax dollars go? Because then definitely didn't go to that. Uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh when I do this, but it, it definitely didn't go to that corona, coronavirus relief because y'all got that $600. <laughs> so where are your tax dollars going? No, yeah, no, you, you're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, and that's what, uh, that's what a lot of people find fault. But th the thing is, these are the, the, the reason why taxes go to all these nonsense stuff is because this is the things that people voted on. This is what pe politicians have voted on and have said and blah, blah, blah. So you got these billionaires that get to choose and pick and choose where they want their money to go to because they already have the money. That's why they're not going to to fund uh, better education because those their kids already go to the best schools. That's why they're not going to the military because there's their kids are not going to the military. That's why um, that's why a lot of them is just going to dumb nonsensical stuff. That's why if you go to middle uh, middle of the country middle America, their roads is jacked up because rich people don't live in jacked up neighborhoods. If they actually put the money uh, where it needed to go, nobody would be saying anything about the rich paying more taxes. They don't, you know, honestly, they're saying tax the rich, you know, close the loopholes. That's it. If you close a lot of the loopholes, you will raise a lot more money. You, so you're not even necessarily raising taxes on the rich. If you're just closing the loopholes, which will um pay for a lot of the stuff, or even cut back on some of the military spending. I remember, uh, I remember, they were saying that Trump was like one of the best presidents because we haven't, he hasn't started a war. He's the first president that hasn't started a war, but we still have a bloated military. So what does that mean? Like he still signed a bill that was like $8 billion or whatever, eight, excuse me, $800 billion. So what does that mean? Nothing. We still have a border military. Was it like every sixty cents of a dollar that of taxes that goes to the to the military? I didn't know. I mean, that. that is crazy. That is. Yeah, crazy. It's a. It's. It may not be that high, but it's definitely around there. It's definitely around there. It's a. It's a bloated. So what do you expect? But back to watching the rich fucking burn. I'm all for it. If I actually had more money, I will buy, get as much GameStop as I can. I will move back to my parents' house <laughs> to buy more GameStop shares. Like, what about this perspective? Um, we, we saw how the Reddit users and in, in, in this particular group, they devised a plan to you know, take down the hedge funds. 
and potentially they can do this as well to take down the markets as well, right? They, they can yeah. actually can manipulate the markets. So the question I have is, and we're going to draw this, you know, in a direct parallel to what happened on January 6, 2021, what happens or is this a playbook for um, white extremist groups to crash the markets and to actually um, disrupt the democracy of the United States by getting onto these Reddit, Reddit groups, um, devising strategies for market manipulation. Is this not another way that we've actually created for them to actually disrupt the American uh, economy and as well as, because the greatest way to, to disrupt a democracy is to bring down this, econ this economy. You know, that's an absolute, that's an actually uh, good point. I was actually thinking about that myself, uh, almost in a different way though. Um, the the people those that the that did the white terrorist temp, uh, temper tantrum on January sixth, they um, they're not too concerned about that, in my opinion, because they just want they quote unquote want to just Donald Trump to be in charge. They're not worried about necessarily the whole capitalism of the whole situation. Well, that's that's I think that's part of it. I mean, part of it was they they wanted Donald Trump to be president. Part of it was they wanted to overthrow this corrupt government that stole an election, right? So- Allegedly. Originally, right? Allegedly. So allegedly, yes. right? But the best way to disrupt or to destabilize a country is to destabilize their economy. Right, and you're, you're absolutely correct, but the, those are the same people that's always saying capitalism this and capitalism that, capitals, capital, capital. So if you're sitting here, there's nothing more capitalistic than the stock market. Right. So if you're, if you're one breath saying capitalism is the best, then what the other program, what other form of government are you advocating for? Not advocating, are you suggesting? Just because they want to crash the market, it, it's a means to an end. And the, the end is they want to destabilize the American democracy and, they, and, and that's it, full stop. So it's not like they're saying, hey, you know, capitalism is a bad thing. They're using capitalism, they're using the markets to actually I'm, get to what they want, which was destabilizing the US government, for overthrowing I'm, it. It's the same thing as going into that building and basically saying they wanted to shoot Nancy Pelosi in the head. Yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think they're, I don't think they're all that smart, honestly, because the first thing, that they and you can't underestimate people, because how, how smart do you think these Reddit users were? I don't know. And you don't actually have to be that sophisticated to, you know, invest in the stock market. I invest in the stock market. I get pretty good gains. I am not sophisticated. <laughs> you, you got a nice bear, you know, you, you was messing with me the other day. So, you know, I, I got to never show up again with, with a shaved face. The beard is here, baby. The beard yeah. is here. I know the listeners can't see it, but the beard is here. You got some whiskers going on, but that's okay. Yeah, definitely do. Some beard, uh, beard oil, but we, we'll work that out. I'll send you some. Yeah, I got, I got, it's actually connecting, it's actually connecting in my 35 years of, of life, it's actually starting to connect now, but whenever, yeah. Whenever I make a joke like that, I usually try to uh, play something like in the background, I don't know if you can hear this. <laughs> Yo, when, I make, when I make a joke, I, I just... <laughs> That's like Bernie back laughing. R.I.P. Bernie back. 
That is Kawhi Leonard laugh. That that is that is when I make a joke and, and you know I'm just playing and it's not funny. I'm just gonna play that every time because you know what <laughs> I think it's funny and that's that's all I really care. So I'm just gonna go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, damn. Maybe I should get some uh, sound effects myself. I'll figure that for next time. That's going, man. We got to make this, you know, the podcast a little more entertaining. So you know, I got the. Kawhi Leonard laugh up here, man. Speaking of, I, I, we're, com- we're, we're getting completely off topic, but I, I definitely want to mention this. Uh, these challenges that's on Instagram and TikTok, and uh, I, I'm also here for it, too. I'm not I, am, I am not here for it. Let me tell you, you are you, not here for it. Let me tell you why. I mean, I was, I was here for it for a couple of days. <laughs> But <laughs> let me tell you why I'm not here for it. Uh, uh, women always talk about how they're being sexualized. Right. And yet they're doing these challenges that, mm. that sexualize them. Right. So what is it? What, what is it? What, what is it? Do you want me to um, objectify you? Because <laughs> you're objectifying yourself. Or do you not want me to do that. I'm getting missed messages and I just don't understand where we're going with these with these busted challenges. Because every time I see one, I'm like, yeah, um, good girls, they ain't doing a busted challenge on TikTok, okay? They just ain't doing that, okay? They're, they're over somewhere reading a book. They're, they're studying. They're, they're, they know that there's consequences doing a busted challenge online because they have jobs. What if their employer sees it? This is the shit that I'm talking about. Women, paradox. That's all I'm going to say about that. There's there's a uh, there's also the silhouette challenge as well, um, that that's very sexualized as well. Uh, you know, I you can't generalize every woman for a few women. Are there a few women that's doing it? Yeah, maybe they're trying to promote their OnlyFans. Maybe they're trying to be. Um, it's fun to do bad things. It's fun to be seductive. Uh, I, I'm here for it. If a girl wants to, if a woman wants to express herself in, in that sexual matter, hey, I'm here for it. If she doesn't, that, that's cool with me too. I mean, it's not like I'm actually going out there searching for, for these challenges. They're just that popular that it just comes across my feed. Uh, like today, um, <clears throat> Tiffany Haddish is, is trending okay. because she, uh, she, um, she did a silhouette challenge. Uh, those of you who don't know about the silhouette challenge is basically, um, I don't know the name of the song. I only heard like maybe 10, 30 seconds of the song anyway. But basically it's these women, uh, it starts off with like these women who look kind of raggedy. They're a little, they're in their robe. They got their hair in a bun or something like that. It's not really all that uh, flattering. And then the beat drops, the screen turns red um, with a, like a red filter, and it's a very shadowy, like a, like the uh, challenges suggest that it's a silhouette. So all you see is the the woman's body, the shape of their body, and it's uh, the lights are off, but we just still have that red filter, and it looks like they're naked. It looks like they're naked. It's very seductive. They're dancing in a seductive manner. Um, and then the Busted Challenge, um, they sampled uh, Nelly, 
I don't even remember the name of the song. It's actually, it's actually a song um, by a, a new artist. Um, yes. Yeah. But is it? But it is a Nelly. It's by Erica Banks called Bus It. Um, right. It, it's it's sampled off of the Nelly is hot. Man. Yeah. Right. 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 And basically, um, once again, it's the woman looking kind of homely, wearing sweats, not really all that attractive, maybe wearing a robe. And then once again, the beat drops and she drops it and she just gets her ass bouncing up and down in the air. You know what? All these women and you, because you've been watching a lot of these <laughs> challenges, y'all need to Yo, my ears are burning, man. I can't listen to this. I, uh, I feel uncomfortable. Y'all need Jesus in your lives, okay? That's what y'all need. That, okay? Like I, like I said earlier, I am a heathen. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. It was, uh, it was. I'm, I'm enjoying these challenges. I just hope that the the woman that's on there that's doing it is of of age. That's the only thing. Like when you're when you're young as a young male, it doesn't really matter. But when you're you know our, our age group, you want to make sure that these ages is age appropriate. So I don't want to see no no female that's under the age of twenty one uh, doing these challenges. I yeah, y'all should be doing this. Or I saw one. There was a there was a one woman who was doing the busted challenge, uh, and her baby was in the background. Like this, like it was a legit baby. This baby was no more. The baby was probably not even walking yet. So she was the beat dropped, and she just went down, or whatever. And you just see the baby laughing in the background. Every time she did it, you just see the baby laughing in the background. I'm just like, yo, this this definitely cut the whole vibe of the busted challenge. She looked good too. She definitely looked good. But it definitely kept the, the, the vibe of the Busted Challenge. Yeah, it's not good when you're um, doing a Busted Challenge um, with a baby in the background, which also kind of slides into another um, thing that I want to talk about. About two, about two months ago, there was a story about some women twerking in a Dallas restaurant. Oh, right, yes. And the, the owner came out and basically just scolded them and said, hey, you know, this is this supposed to be a fine dining establishment. We are playing music, but that doesn't mean that you can just come in here and twerk on the table and twerk all over the place, you know, have some, you know, respectability, right? So yeah. then everybody went in an uproar about, you know, he shouldn't have talked to them that way. And, you know, and here was one of the things that people were saying, well, he's playing the music. So, I mean, why can't they twerk? Which is ridiculous, but it, it just goes back to, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on these days. These days, people are just lost their damn minds. So with the type of music that they were playing inside that restaurant was that type of music. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you get up on a table and start twerking. It's, yeah, like, that, it's like if you're playing country music in a restaurant, that doesn't mean you get up and you start line dancing. Yeah, you may have that option. The, I think the problem was, I don't, I don't think the necessary the problem was uh, twerking. I don't think that was necessarily the, the problem. The problem was like dancing on top of the table, dancing on top of things, which is a safety issue. Because that table dancing and twerking, it's that there's there's children there. Hey, you want to know how you will be? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Come on, man. This is how you're amazing. See your mama dropping? Yeah. Your mama did your mama did some type of thing and made possible some type of way. Next thing you know, now I'm gonna say who you are. No, uh, I I definitely get it. I get it, but I think I thought it was the uh, the fact that they were dancing on top of things, dancing on top of 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 the furniture. Like, yo, you can't be dancing on top of the furniture because if that furniture fails, there's gonna be a problem. Uh, you know, they, he's liable for for the safety of those people. Yeah, I mean, we got way off topic because we were really was talking about the revolution, but um, the revolution. Of these ladies feeling any type of way they want to feel, that's the revolution. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's uh, it's mixed messages. That's all I'm saying. Obviously, you can't, like you say, generalize women, but I think at a certain point, it's like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing with these busted challenges? All these challenges, like, it's crazy. I am. Um, I mean, it's just something fun to do. A lot of us are stuck inside. It's fun, like I said, it's fun to do bad things. Uh, let's put on some music. Let's dance a little bit. Um, and do a busted challenge. And do a busted challenge, yeah. That's I, yo, I remember one of my friends was trying to set me up on a blind date. And she said, yo, what that mouth do? Oh, yo, yo. Oh, oh, oh. Wait a second, wait a second. What? Yo, that, 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 yeah, that, that, that came up. I was like, whoa, oh my God, excuse me. Um, so I was like, yo, what, what you, what you trying to say? What you trying to do? And then, yeah, no, it didn't go that way. No, she was not for it. She was not for it. She definitely. He said what that, what that mouth do, and mm -hmm. and then you met up with her, and then she was rude. No, she said that in front of me. Okay, so she said that on the date. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then what happened? I we need to play this out. So then what happened? Thursday, where were you at? Were you in New York at this point, or were you? I was in New York. Yeah, I was in New. York. I actually, no, I was, I was visiting New York. I was visiting New York. Okay. So I went to go hang out with the homie, and he's like, "Yo, I want to put you on to uh, to uh, one of my my girl's sister." I was like, "All right, cool. I'm out here for a bit. Let me see what I can do." So yeah. I go out there. I may um, actually go to her sister's crib, uh, to my homeboy's sister's crib, and she was there. She was fine. She was nice. Um, and we talked a little bit, and she, like, leaned over. She was like, yo, what that mouth do? I was like, at first I was, I was taking it back. I was like, yo, is this a setup? Is, 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 am I getting pushed right now? Is, okay. What, what's really going on? So I didn't answer it at first. I kind of just blushed and kept my mouth shut and changed the topic because I was like, nah, this this ain't gonna happen. This okay. this ain't real real. Okay. So what happened after that? She said it again. <laughs> okay, and then what happened after that? I once again just brushed it off. Did you, I didn't know what to say. Be like, yo, let's go to let's go to the whip real quick. What did what did you like? What did what did? She said it a third time. She said it 
She said it the third time. And I said, I was like, all right, this ain't no joke. This ain't okay. no joke. And then I was like, yo, um, I said something, and she thought it was inappropriate. And I was what? like, what you say? No, no, you gotta. What did you say? I don't remember what I said. I don't remember what I said. This is going back. What was it along the lines of? Uh, it was something freaky. It was something kinky. I don't really remember. Um, I want to say. Ah, shit! I really don't remember what I said. I really don't remember. Uh, but but. She, uh, yeah, she felt some type of way and didn't like it, like what I said. So that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> Basically, it was, it was like this. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. You, you, you definitely. It was basically, yeah. you know. Yeah. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Yes. That, that's, Thank that's, you, DJ yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It was it was a good time though. I, uh, I did have a good time with her, but obviously we're not together, so it didn't work out. That that's how I feel about you right now. That is exactly how I feel about you right now. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how it is sometimes. That's how it is sometimes. So. But I mean, like I said, ladies, if you the, the thing is, no, this is this is this is bothering me. She she says something very sexually explicit, right? I mean, right. and then you say something. It can't be that much worse. It really couldn't have been. No, uh, it really couldn't have been. Uh, it was it was definitely a sexual innuendo. I know it was that. It probably was a little bit more straightforward. But how could she say that's inappropriate when she was already being inappropriate herself? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I, I was like, you need to tell the full story. That that is the full story. That that is no, the full not, story. Not until we know exactly what you said is not a full story. I don't recall. I don't recall, but she was still more or less interested in me. I remember that. So where did it go after that? Did you did you talk to her again? What happened? No, I didn't talk to her again. I didn't talk to her again. Um, she is a uh, she is a hardworking woman, very sweet. Uh, any man would be happy to have her, but not I. Said the fly. I was. I just couldn't get the mix of, like the mixed signals. I I just couldn't do it. So. Uh, yeah, okay. I couldn't well, the big well, signals. Well, all right then. Well, all right then. I, I've never, I've never had someone ask me that before. So that is, uh, that is a that's that's no. In all thirty four years of my life, I've never been asked that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, life's a bitch. <laughs> it is a bitch. Now here's another uh, revolutionary topic: trans athletes. Um, participating in sports in which they identify. And now there's a story out there where, where a young man, his name is Craig Telfer. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, he changed his name to CC. Uh, he went and undergone, I think he went through uh, a, the surgery, and, or he had now identifies himself at least as a woman or as a girl. Now they say in, I believe the two previous years, he did not place very highly in the men's 
hurdles events. But now this year after transitioning, he is now number one, a national champion. And there's a bit of an uproar where it's like, well, how, how is this even fair? Because he's not a natural born or he wasn't born a woman. So how right. do you think about that? Um, you know, a trans person playing against or competing against people who were born a specific sex. So <clears throat> that that's um, a very complicated uh, topic. I mean, uh, a lot of of so from a science standpoint. Uh, a lot of these athletes, where they're transitioning from male to female, female to male, they, they take a lot of like estrogen blockers or uh, estrogen substitutes or whatever to, <clears throat> to get that feminine physique and the feminine uh, attributes and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's, I think it's, it, it, it has to be up to that sports regulatory body because um, it's a it's very nuanced and it's very touchy subject there was a south african woman she was born a woman but for some reason her body produces more of this particular hormone that men mostly produce like an average male produce and every time she gets tested for every time she gets tested it it says they're like oh you're taking this you know, you have this extra amount of hormones in your system, therefore you are a man, scientifically or whatever. But she's like, no, this is my birth certificate. I was always a woman, blah, 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 blah. And she's been disqualified and lost medals and titles and blah, 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 blah. And she's constantly fighting this. So it's, it's, very, uh, it's very tough. I don't want to say that they should have their own... Um, competition league-ish, you know, where trans people fight each other, each other. Like if you're a transitioning man, you should fight another transitioning man. Or if you're a transition woman, you should fight, uh, fight another transitioning woman. I, I don't know. I don't, it's a very, it's, it's a very tough call. What do you think? I think that um, it, it's tough because there is no trans league or trans, um, you know, uh, yeah, our, our category in sports. So it's, it gets to be a very sticky subject where where do we place trans people in sports? Uh, and then you bring up very good points. It's up to the regular, regulating body. Um, but there are physiological differences that I don't think will go away. Right. Need to transition. And I, I think when you have a man going into a woman's sport, there is a clear advantage that, mm -hmm. that a man transitioning to a woman would have. Right. I, I think that's just like undeniable. And I, it, like you said, it's very tough, but I just don't think it should be allowed. I don't think it should be allowed at all. I, so I think for certain things, I think they can compete together. Um, Things like uh, snowboarding, skiing, because that's kind of like technique and gravity-based. 
versus I don't know. I don't know. Have, do you know enough about skiing and snowboarding to know that a man doesn't have a physical advantage over a woman? Because there's torque that's involved and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who who what do we what do we know? Like what you'd have to know about almost every sport, and that's where you brought up a good point of the regulating body. Um, to, to say, hey, you know, there is a, there is going to be a clear advantage in this specific area. So, you know, yeah. you participate against other. <clears throat> it's a very tough topic, um, but I don't. I'm on the side of you know, if you are transitioning to be a woman and you and you are a man, or you were a man, you still need to participate with men. That's what I think. Or or don't participate or participate in a trans league? I think, I think one solution might be um, if they tick off a certain amount of boxes. Because if you're after a certain point, so if you just started your transition, you still, uh, whether if you're going from male to female, you still have a lot of testosterone in you. Uh, so I don't think for the first few years of your transitioning, you should be allowed to participate in certain sports. And then uh, if you're, uh, you know, same thing with going to female to male, I don't think you should be allowed to transition to, because you're you're most likely at a lesser advantage just because you have a little bit more estrogen. So if that box is like checked off, they're like, okay, uh, let's say hypothetically five years has passed and you're now at a normal level of testosterone for a woman. So that box is checked off. Um, but then like like the athlete that um, that I mentioned earlier, she would be, she may disqualify. Well, I think the athlete, she has already been verified that she was a woman. So I think she, I think she would be fine. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just kind of my idea. Like that. That's all I got so far. Is, well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what time has to say. We'll see what and time has to say. Very crazy because you know, um, if you think about when we were like seventeen or uh, you know, in the early two thousands or something, like all this stuff is just it's it's new to us, and we're not even that old. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's 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 showing how you know, we saw this show as a revolution will not be televised, but there's so many things that have changed in such a short period of time. It's it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, where we are seven another seventeen to fifteen to twenty years from now, um, where you know where society is. I mean, I, I think, you know, we had Obama, then we had Trump, <laughs> two different things in the world. I mean. Not that things have changed, but I think things have, certain things have been exposed, and it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. But uh, I think that this, you know, before we get into uh, you know taking someone to the basement, you know, and then you know this one of a new segment that uh, that I have, you know, I got to give somebody some advice. You know, we got the you know the Uncle Herman advice, but I got to give some other people some advice. Too, you know, so I'd say to the basement, have a little talk, you know, this little bar by the basement, you know, have a little Hennessy going. And I, you know, I, I speak a little game to him. There's one guy in particular that I need to talk to. His name is Michael B. Jordan. I got to talk to him about his relationship choices. I got to talk to him about that. But before we get into that, before we get, 
<laughs> what are you laughing for, man? What you laughing for? I'm going to drag him. Nah, I'm going to drag him. Go ahead. You. Oh, oh, so you come to Bethany, too. Everybody get Oh, he's going to get a match from both of us. I'm going to drag him for a different reason. I'm I'll be outside waiting to fight this dude, but you can go ahead and give him a little advice. But I'll be outside in the in the yard scrapping with my shit all off with my beer gun hanging out. Let me, let me let me take it. Let me take it to the basement, man. I'm like, yo, yeah. Play on mic. I see you with your girl. You're on Instagram, and that's a beautiful thing. Black love is a beautiful thing, and you know, happiness is a beautiful thing. You were voted 2001. Sexiest man alive. That means, in essence, you can basically get almost any woman that you want. I mean, it's a bit of a dumb award because what was the Jason Momoa the year before, and then it was like Blake Shelton the year before. Ain't nobody died. So how did become less? But I digress. <laughs> Let's just say that you are right. You have any pick of the litter, and then you pick Lori Hartman. This woman has dated Diddy, his son. That's crucial, but I'll move on. She's dated Trey Songz, somewhat of a stand-up guy, I guess. Yes. Oh. He was engaged years ago to, I believe, a, a struggle soccer player. But that's I still need to verify that. But we'll, I'll leave that one out. I'll, let's, I'll leave that out. And then she dated Future. Future. <laughs> my man got a starting five and some subs on his team okay he, he just like want it you know I got two spots so the question is and really the topic is I know we talked about bodies body count with women and men body count how many people have you got but it's always about, it's also body quality. <laughs> Dating history matters. Because, you know, I listen to the O'Shea Duke Jackson, Jackson uh, pod, um, YouTube channel, and he always talks about Pookie, Pookies and Ray Rays. And Pookies <laughs> and Ray Rays are guys that they ain't really got much going on. They kind of ghetto, you know, they ain't, they, ain't, they ain't doing much. Future is just a famous Pookie or Ray Ray. So you out here fucking a Pookie and Ray Ray. Got nine kids, multiple baby moms. Now Michael B. Jordan, my man, my boy, we in the basement, we chilling. Why her, of all women, her dating history, she dated a Pookie and Ray Ray. If she dated Future, who's not a stand-up guy, Diddy, we all know he's not really that much of a stand-up guy. The way that he's he wasted Cassie's time. Uh, he kind of wasted the late Kim Porter's time. I mean, rest in peace. Wait, they, they were, weren't they married? They were not married. Oh. I do not believe they were married. So he's not really a stand-up guy. Trey Song's not really a stand-up guy. So the question is, don't you have to ask yourself, why does she want to date me? I ain't nothing like those dudes. She's ready. She's willing and ready for a comeback. She's the winner of this situation, not you. You're the one with the juice, son. And then you got with her. You could have got with anybody. You could have got with Zendaya. 
you could have got with. I don't know, Rihanna, Snow Allegra, allegedly you were with her anyway. You could have got with, I don't know, anybody, anybody. And you choose her, the one with the suspect dating history. I think you played yourself, man. And I think it'd be in your best interest to break up with her expeditiously. <laughs> but I'll leave it to my man, Herm. He outside trying to, trying to. Yeah, let's do this. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of you. All these bad girls out here and leave the better for the rest of us. I'm tired of you, Michael B. Jordan. I'm tired of you. All right? Go sit your ass down, all right? Sit down. Leave some for the rest of us, dog. You take all the good ones. I don't want those sloppy seconds after you, man. I don't want them. Actually, I'm going to lie. If you do, don't Lori Harvey, I would get her number. But I don't want it. I'm doing it out of, out of reluctancy. I'm tired of you, Michael B. Jordan. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of all these girls. Oh, my God. Michael B. Jordan. I'm tired. I don't want to hear it. If I ever date uh, an actress, with, yeah, if I ever date an actress, if she has a love scene with Michael B. Jordan, I'll be on that motherfucking set every day. Like, hey, hey, y'all are too close. I seem a little too passionate. Y'all are going to take one, one take on that, that kissing scene. That's it. That's how I feel. I'm going to fight you, Michael B. Jordan. Don't let me catch you in the street. I'm trip the shit out you. Now, another segment that we need to get into is, you know, we gotta, we gotta cook in the kitchen. And that's, this is where, you know, we used to tell people to shut the F up. You know, we take them to the kitchen to turn the heat up on them. You know, I, I took Michael B. Jordan to the basement to have a little talk with him. You know, it was all love. Hopefully he follows that advice, he's listening. Probably not though. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and you know who I want to take to the kitchen, turn the heat up on? I know this is your, normally your segment, um, Adil. But I want to cool. Claire Crawley to the, uh, to the kitchen. Now, who's Claire Crawley? She was the oldest bachelorette in the history of the bachelorette. <laughs> she was a runner-up on the 18th season of ABC's The Bachelor. Now... She ended her season early because she found love in a man named Dale. Dale. That's adorable. And she said, hey, I can't, I found love and I don't want to even know the rest of you guys. And I want you to feel happy for me. What we have learned is that they are no longer together. <laughs> uh, has been, has been, not so Congratulations, she played herself. She, congra yes, congratulations, she did play herself. She got so focused on one guy that she missed out on the other, I don't know, 20? Damn. <sighs> it's not a good look that you didn't actually just try to get to know us. Which mm. kind of brings me to another point. <laughs> Women, good boy. I know you have standards. I know you want to get with a guy that's this, that, that, and third. But please, please look at more than what's on paper and actually look at what's in front of you. Because if you did, 
you might not have played yourself. Mm. Speak, brother, speak. And I'm out. <laughs> You're out the kitchen. I let you cook. It's all good. Damn, son. I didn't know that. I just, I remember you did mention it once um, that uh, that she did play herself by going on to the show, finding, uh, you know, just entertaining the other guys and then just not even giving them a, a chance. And then they broke up. How long were they together for? It, it had to be less than six months. Oh, oh, damn. Yeah, it takes like eight yeah. months for the season for the season to be to be shot and aired and all this other stuff. It was very short. Wow. Yeah, congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. I guess this week, the people that I want to tell to shut the F up to is um is uh the, the hedge fund people, all the one percenters who've been treating the stock market and and running businesses out for no reason just because they can and they have the money. And now you're on TV crying and bitching and moaning that people is sitting at home with their little $600 checks buying up stocks and making you lose your money. It's okay. You'll be okay, bro. Just budget your money. Stop eating avocado toast. Don't drink coffee every day. Drink coffee at home. Oh, that shit can't work for you? That's that's crazy because that's what you were telling us a few years ago. That's a bullshit advice that you were giving to us last year. So now you still got a couple of billion dollars. Yo, let's get real. You still got a couple of billion dollars. So don't act like you're actually hurting for cash. And then if any of these politicians who sit there and feel sorry for them, yo, y'all need to shut that up too because I'm about to fire ass on the next time. If I hear anybody talking about they need a bailout, yo, we should go back and let them know what happened on January 6th and be outside posted. Now, see, this is how you know, like, the, the difference between uh, gangsters and non-gangsters. Because gangsters, they don't have to tell you anything. They'll just post up. And that's what's going to happen if they if they start talking about bailouts for those billionaires. I'm suggesting all black people just post up right on the, on the Capitol. Don't say nothing. Just post up and watch all of them get nervous. Then they'll come back the next day to rewrite that law. Okay, we're going to give you guys a little bit of, we're going to give you guys $200. It's not much, but I'll be happy for a second. And we won't do anything. Those are the people that need to shut the F up. Billionaires is crying over, <laughs> overrunning. <laughs> Yo, stop eating avocado toast. You'll be all right, fam. Sell your fucking boat. You'll be all right. I got nothing to say, man. That that was uh that was a very uh interesting take that you had there. I'm all about the one percent. I'm all about the hedge fund. I'm all about avocado toast. You know, I'm a hand, I am a vegan, so the bread obviously has to be vegan. And no, that avocado toast is real though. The avocado toast. Yeah, you better stop playing. 
right, stop playing. You, you know, look, Herm, you always talking about, yeah, I mean, Adil, sorry, you, you, you always talking about the 1%, but you're the same guy at brunch ordering uh, steak and eggs. Let's you, know, you were at a brunch. I mean, you I know, there's a lot of people out here that, that, that can't even get to a brunch, and you out here eating a steak and eggs at brunch. Come you know now. what you can also get steak and eggs at? Yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> you can get the steak and eggs at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah technically, yes. Yes, you can. Steak and eggs at McDonald's. You know, is there, I want to know what's the difference between my McDonald's steak and eggs and a real legit brunch spot steak and eggs. And there is a difference. There is a difference. You pay for the difference, people. So those of you who have not had the opportunity to eat steak and eggs at a legit brunch spot, I suggest uh, you don't eat breakfast for a couple of days. And then on that weekend that you save the money, go to your legit spot for that one, that one time only. And and treat yourself nicely. Go ahead, go, I mean, go for it. I will say the first time I had steak and eggs, it was an enlightening experience. Like I never thought of the combo, but when that egg, when you crack that thing and that yolk is all up on, you know, running on the, on a on a on a steak, and you pop that, oh, <laughs> that ain't no joke, man. I'm no. telling It's it is you're right. It's something different, man. It's something different. I, I, you know, I am not one for the fancy, but you definitely got to treat yourself nicely. Once in a while, you got to treat yourself nicely. Maybe once a month, if you, like I said, skip, skip a couple of breakfasts so you can save up and go to a nice, nice little brunch spot on a, on a Saturday or Sunday. I don't, I don't even mean like a fast food restaurant. No, not fast food, like a, like a chain restaurant. Don't go to no, uh, uh huh? Denny's. Denny's. I have uh uh what's the other place? Um Inter uh, Waffle House. Waffle House, I have Bob Evans. Don't go to none of those places. Go to I never heard huh? of I never heard of Bob Evans. Oh, it's a joint out here, I guess. I, I think there is a few in New York. Um or Crackle Barrel, don't go to any of those places. Go to your mom and pop shop. That's where the that's where it is. It may be a little pricey, but it's worth it. It is worth it. And plus, you support your local community. So I'm all, you know, I'm all for taking down the 1%. I'm all for it. Corporations, y'all can kiss my ass. Okay. I'm going to start working for a corporation. We're going to leave it there. I don't want you going on a rant that's going to get us in trouble with our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, and I will like to send a shout out to our Sponsor GameStop. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. GameStop, we love you. You know you haven't made money in probably like 15, 20 years. But we love you. <laughs> and that is it for the podcast. You're in the house with your boys at Deal Vic. We out. Say peace, man. Come on, man. Say peace. Come on now, don't do that.